0: It's time to take a K-drama coffee break with the K-3. Probably the greatest family I've ever watched. I can watch it on its own by itself. It's just like a perfect little indie film. Hi everyone, welcome back. I am Jen from the K3. This is our series rewatch and we have made it to the finale of Flower of Evil. Today we are discussing episodes 13, 14, 15 and 16 all the way to the end. And I'm once again joined by my K drama BFFs, Carol, Michaela and Caitlin. Let's give a quick introduction with each of them and then we will dive right in. Carol, why don't you get us started?
1: Hi, everyone. It's Carol from K Drama Musings, and uh, I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe we're at the end. And I have thoughts because Chajiwan can get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chajiwan.
2: Oh. Michaela. Yes. Hello, everybody. I am Michaela from the K Pop Cast, your K Pop Podcast bringing you the best sounds and ideas in K-pop each week, but we also talk about K-dramas, and so I'm really excited to get back to talking about the end of the show because I, I have some thoughts mm. as well.
0: <laughs> so many thoughts. And Caitlin. And
3: I'm Caitlin. I'm No Sleep for Dramas on all the social medias. I That is also the name of my blog, and we all know I have thoughts about this finale, so...
0: Yeah, <laughs> and excellent. I feel like we all have thoughts. What I'm really excited about is how different the debate that we is about to be raged. You all, everyone who is listening and watching, I think, I think lines are going to be drawn on this finale, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. We are headed into episode 13. What basically we have? What is happening? I completely forget. Oh right, our lovely couple has arrived at the Beck House getting ready to confront fake dad and the family and like basically all hell breaks loose and then we just, we just, just run headla- headlong into our finale from there on out. We all, everything's revealed. Obviously when we have four episodes left, things need to be revealed, but I have to admit like the episodes 13 through 15 for me, they're probably my least, I mean not my least, I have to say episode 14 is my least favorite episode in this entire the entire uh, series, because I have to admit, this is where Chajiwan like loses me. Like she completely loses me by episode fourteen. I'm just like, sweet pea, what are you doing? So that's where I'm at. But if I remember our conversation correctly, Michaela, you love these three episodes. So please share with
2: me why these three episodes. you I did. do, and and specifically episodes thirteen and fourteen for for two. Two, two very important reasons. One, um, we get to learn a little bit more about Su's mother in episode 13 and like her his father's relationship with her. And then in episode 14, I get my fights. I finally get them fighting with each other. Not once, but twice.
0: <laughs> I did write in my notes that I did enjoy, enjoy the bickering. I wish we would have gotten yeah. more bickering earlier. I wish we would have found that. Yes, I totally agree with I will give you that for sure. Okay, so... So let's just start with kind of what we enjoyed the most about 13 and 14. Carol, do you want to start? What, what do you what do you got?
1: I think what I liked was I loved seeing the strategic mind of E. Key's character, um, Picky Song, play out. Not Picky Song. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Oh, Yunsu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Carol's channeling the finale. Exactly. Um, I loved seeing his strategic thinking play out in front of Chajiwon because it was something new to her. So she was always reacting like, who is this man? I didn't know this about you. What's going on? And she always felt like she was being dragged along for the plan. And she did. She had no idea what was happening. And I think that made me that made her see him in a different light but it also enhanced her suspicion of him which that pissed me off i feel like i feel like she really almost betrayed him in some way because she almost talking to almost you. like full on <laughs> I'm trying to to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. Don't be nice.
0: I am not defending her this time. I have like 14 screaming, swearing emojis next to my notes about her. I was so pissed off. And I was pissed off the first couple of times I saw it. But this time I was just like, I defended you. I felt like that Tara Banks meme. I was rooting for you. (laughs) How could you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, she definitely betrayed him. And I don't think that... I don't think she loved him in that moment. And I don't understand why she went that far. Um, And his reaction to it. Oh, I cried so much. I cried because especially when they were in the hotel room that he had taken her to. And he was like, you of all people. I didn't care about other people, but you of all people. I was not expecting this from you. And she's all in a position of gaslighting him. Like, why are you angry at me? Like, I you couldn't trust you. Yep. How dare you?
0: I was like, shut up.
1: Shut up. <laughs>
0: shut
2: up. Right. Yeah, that's what I was I will, like. Like in the second I mean, fight, like, you're, you're I, definitely on yeah. Dohyeon's Do suicide the whole time. Yeah. Hard 100%. Hard.
0: I will say that I will go back to as much as Cha ji made me, my brain implode with this. I will go back to the fact that I think the writers did her super dirty. I felt like they used her character every time they needed a pivot point for the Do Hyun character. And I just, I felt like the nothing she, nothing she did was organic for episodes. Like probably most of the time, I felt like from the time she learns that he's Do Hyun Until the finale, nothing she does is organic. It's simply she is a chess piece at the writer's move to get a certain emotional reaction from Do Hyun Soo. And and so I felt like this is the exact same thing. Like, you're telling me that after everything you guys have been through... Everything that you know about this entire chaos situation, you're going to suddenly cuff your husband and take him in because she's now the prime suspect for a crime you know he did not commit. And it goes back to what you guys were saying last week. Where's the communication, y'all? Like, have we not, have we not cleared this? Have we not cleared this hurdle already? Sorry. I had to get that off my chest. And you guys know that I am the living emoji of this podcast. So, Michaela, what were you going to say?
2: Yeah, no, I I completely would agree with everything that you said, Jen. Especially on my initial watch, like I think again, that's why closer as we get closer to the ending, like my frustration with the show starts to, to build because of her character. Because you're you're definitely not on her side again. She's making all the wrong decisions, and especially like when it comes to this like second fight in the motel. That's when you really start to see like both of them coming at each other hard. Uh, Although on this on the rewatch, though, I do approach this scene a little bit more on, from from both sides. Like I do in, in a way understand Haji Wan's character a little bit more because she comes at it from you're we're we're still at this point and you're still telling me nothing. Like you're still keeping me in the dark. You're still keeping me away from everything. And I just want you to be safe. Me bringing you to the police station is the only way I know. Me police officer brain knows that you're going to be safe, so she she has her reasons. Are they right? No, but I, I am a little bit more understanding of like where she's coming from in 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 this scenario, which is why I like the fight isn't like one on one for one for me. Like it's a little even. Right
0: um when she said i just wanted you to be safe and i was going to take you to the police uh, the police station i'm like M- do, why did we not lead with that when you were about to cuff him then this exactly. is like this is like what are you talking about like this should have been your entry point like listen dude we are in some shit you're you're being you've been framed we need to get this sorted out we need to go to the police station because i think that's the safest place you're going to be but no she doesn't no. tell him that.
1: No. Oh God, I was scared. And naturally he reacts to that. Oh, and my so- thing is, why are you taking me to the police station? Do you not know each time I'm in a safe space, there's actually more harm being done? Yeah. So why is the police station your answer? And why are you not listening to me in terms of what I need? I don't think she was present. She was just running with whatever she wanted.
0: Yeah. Again, I blame that on the writers because it was just bad writing. I was just like, wow, what is happening? Caitlin, you've been very quiet. Um, So
3: I agree. I also want to throw in like I also was a little annoyed on like. How she just was like, I'm going to handcuff myself to you and tag along, but then like complain the entire time. And I'm like, you made this decision to tag along. And yet you're getting mad at him for like executing a plan that he was planning on doing alone. And I mean, I, I just, I, I totally agree. I did not like her actions and I didn't like, cause even, even if she had cop brain and was like, I'm going to take you to the police station. And let's say she did tell him and he said no and attempted to run or whatever. And then she handcuffed herself I would be okay with that. But if she had done that and had it had the story gone in that direction and she still complained and still tried, because I think at the point she was kind of butting heads with him in terms of authority. Like, I handcuffed myself to you, so we should do what I say. But at the same time, like you read, you realize that he's had this plan in the works behind the scenes. episodes ago. And now you want to, like, try and dictate what he's supposed to do when it's clear that you don't trust him in general. Yeah, so I did not I did not like her as well as I just didn't like the fact she continued to complain after following him and handcuffing him. This
0: was she just again, her character was just so erratic, like she just did nothing she did or said made any sense in the course of what this character was supposed to be for these episodes for me. Like, absolutely no sense. I was just like, "That what? Do you, what is happening right now? And that's just, I, that's why these episodes are not my favorite at all.
1: Not only that, she has no idea what's going on with the investigation, truly. Yeah. I feel like Do Hyun has been running the investigation on his own as a, what, three-person team compared to the whole police department. They have just been playing catch up to the whole thing. Just let him do what he's supposed to do. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> kind of. And with that, yes, and, I'm listening to Carol and I'm going to
0: Michaela's podcast that they did on Flower of Evil. I actually listened to it. I wanted to like glean some information, but you guys had an, a really interesting um, conversation on your podcast uh, between the two gentlemen about policing and yes. about police forces and two different concepts of it. And I really thought that, um, it was really fascinating to watch the police in this one after listening to your podcast, because I was like, you know, it really is fascinating that every time you watch nine, I would, I'm not every time, but I would say a good 90% of the time when you watch a Korean drama, the cops are like the dumbest humans in the room. They know nothing. They barely figure it out. And the only reason they figure anything out is because someone woke up from a coma after 18 years and didn't realize that cars now had had their own dashboard cams. Like, what? how do you survive in the wild with no skin? Like, they're just, they're the worst. And so I was really fascinated by just the fact that, is that a, a I, I don't know if that's just a theme in Korea overall, because obviously policing is very different here in the States, and we come at it from a different angle when we watch it. And I thought that was a really interesting thing that you guys discussed on your podcast and I did realize that coming watching it from with an american mindset that it's just a completely different just uh, portrayal of how policing and police officers are and i was just like once again they're the just the dumbest humans in the room
3: well that and like and this is a common thread for me when i watch crime dramas is i'm constantly criticizing the police and it's also a constant thread where like they definitely throughout this investigation both them the current team and anybody who investigated the old cases were had one track minds they were very prejudiced never looked at anything other than dohun su and even when you had cha Wan over here Saying, like, hey, here's some evidence that may point to accomplice, or here's Dohun Su presenting this evidence, or maybe even her older partner who was like, I found this interesting thing. Those were like inter those were like nugget, those were nuggets of information that they could have worked off of and actually explored, but they they really didn't. Like they still had this prejudice one-line thread. Up until the end, like up until episode 15, no matter how much evidence was put in front of them and how much like how many other influences and people were like, dude, you are looking at the wrong guy um for any of the crimes you're investigating. Like and that that came from the top down too. It wasn't just the team, but it was like
0: when the police the police chief calls basically yeah. the bad guy to be like, so here's the plan. Yeah. I was like, okay, Yeah, what what is happening yeah. right now yeah like, i feel like the big thing in korean dramas with the police officers is it's corruption like corruption right. is like the thing that filters into everything and it's always right. the good old boys club and it, that's what filters through and so yeah. i thought that it was really interesting going with that so I was just, that was my and impression.
3: yeah it's understandable there is a long history of that both in korea and here like we all know there's a lot of corruption in history too but yeah it sometimes gets very tiring when that's like the uh plot device that is used to move or not move a plot along when it comes to a crime drama because somebody picks up the phone and calls the culprit and says we found this piece of evidence Okay, well I'm going to pay you a million dollars to like delete that evidence. Like
2: It's a very it's the the most stereotypical scene in the show too because it's like the the two Chebels, the politician, the the police commissioner or whatever he is, all at this very fancy hotel eating like raw sushi. Like I feel like I've seen Chebels be corrupt at a sushi place a thousand times in K-drama. <laughs> And like the only way they even got to the beautiful, your beautiful background
0: here, Michaela, where the big final finale happens is because Dohun Su called his wife's phone on a burner phone and she didn't pick up. And then she calls back and our poor Jung Mi Suk picks up the phone and is like, get your ass over here. He's going to kill him. That's the only reason they knew where to go. They didn't figure it out. And no, and, point, then the, what, and, and no then point point did was
3: they that line? Out. what was that line and out of the ambulance? I always hate that line. When she oh tells gosh. Jung Lee, yes. Sick, yes. she's like, a murderer is always a murderer. I'm like, yeah. are you effing kidding me? This is episode oh 15. And you still are like, just because your husband decides to kill a serial mur- murderer, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's in the jail. <laughs> like I, That part always aggravates me
1: there was no arc for her no. she was just yeah, absolutely consistently annoying
0: yeah i will Although i will fight I do for her think, until episode 4 to 13.
2: i do think that line though in the ambulance is is i feel maybe the writers kind of bringing home this idea that if in this scenario do hyung su kills becky sung he is Still a murderer. He is not a redeemable character. And through this whole show, the whole point has been that Do Hyun Soo is not a murderer. Through all of these scenarios, where where was back at the when he was being held hostage, when he was going to kill that guy at the hospital. Each time he turns away from murderer because that's he is not an evil person. Right. They bring it up numerous times. He is not capable of it. Mm -hmm.
0: It is not in his DNA. And so, yeah. This was... this. He had snapped. Yeah. I uh, all right. So, wh- did we enjoy anything in episodes 13 through 15? I will say the one thing I did thoroughly enjoy... There were two things. Kim Ji-hoon's character being mm-hmm. completely fucking bonkers... Yep. ...was magical to me. Yep. And I still will rage all day long that I cannot believe with the performance that E-joon-gi turned in, he did not win the back thing.
1: I... You know what? I was going to say that, too. Because... First of all, Kim Ji Hoon's character being able to gallivant all over the city and do stupid shit without anyone knowing with a CCTV soul.
3: Come on. Right.
1: Carol,
0: he's been in a coma for 14 years and knows nothing about modern technology. What are you talking about?
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But the police see the fact that. Thank you. the fact that he has been in a coma and he doesn't know how the system works now, that should make him vulnerable to the CCTV, to people seeing him, to like communications. But this guy was pretty much working in the shadows, doing whatever, and chewing no his one nails. sees him. Chewing his nails. And no one sees him. And he's able to get away with so much. That blew my mind. Well, even just chewing his nails.
3: Yeah. DNA would get everywhere. Why the heck did they not use that other than the fact it was the noise that that the sister heard? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think my other favorite moment was when Becky sung this is Kim Ji-hoon mm-hmm. says to To Min-sak, "Let's ask your son to do it. You said your son will do everything." And he just Acts not fake stabs him and tells mm-hmm. him not to mention his son again. I was like, that moment. No matter how bad the man is, he still <laughs> loves his kids. So <laughs> let's let's give him something there. Oh, parental love,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, love. yeah. He's a serial killer,
0: but he loves his boy. <laughs> <laughs> his boy.
1: And the other part is, I think that is when Kim Ji Hoon realizes that. The father figure or the the person that he thought was his mentor, the person who cared for him the most, he actually cares about his son more and he's not that important to him. Mm -hmm. And that's when he snapped. Mm -hmm. And I just loved that interaction because this, this Kim Ji Hoon's character is realizing that nobody loves him. Yeah. (laughs) If you will. Yeah. Yeah. All the challenges he's having with his parents. That's what he's experiencing here too. It's just that over here, this person is using him and, and enjoying the time they have with their extracurricular activity. Right, right.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. My favorite Kim Ji-hoon moment was when they're in the cellar and uh, Lee Joon-gi, uh, uh soo was like, where's your phone? And he realizes that, that he doesn't know the wife, about the wife yet. And he's like, I think you need to call. I think you should probably call an ambulance. I'm probably going to need one very soon. My phone's in my front pocket. <laughs> it's like, that was the best.
3: My favorite Kim Ji Hoon part was when he knew he had effed up by yeah. killing the wife and telling him. Because you could actually see for the first time he was actually scared by how fast... Uh, Lee Jungi's character expressions changed and how he was just like went from, okay, I'm going to be okay, but I'm going to now I'm going to kill you. Uh, and that whole exchange just expression wise between the two of them. I love that part. Yeah. all day long all day long. I will say
0: I used to the seller scene the, on a couple of rewatches I'm kind of like oh god I'm over it like whatever like it's so but this time I was re- I was locked into the seller scene this time mm-hmm. I was just like this is so much better than I remember oh my god I loved it
3: <laughs> I have a question going back to the the father really quick and I might have mm-hmm. just not have noticed or caught on cuz I definitely did not I don't think I caught this in the first watch and I think I just maybe if they said it I don't think I caught it did they ever, like, obviously, we knew that when they investigated his father's death, they c- characterized it as a suicide. And from mm-hmm. episode 14, we knew what really happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Did they ever explain why it was, like, characterized as suicide like, other than, like, us making the connection that it was, like, a botched police investigation or something. What? A botched police investigation? What, no. How could that possibly
0: yeah. happen? <laughs> um, I know, I'm stunned. Uh, I don't believe we ever got actual word. I was extrapolating that uh, Becky Sung threw him over the mountain like he had yeah. told him to do with, the, with uh, Jung Mi-suk. Oh, it's kind of what I okay. had kind of extrapolated from that interaction. But- oh, Okay.
3: I never thought of it that way. I thought he just left him there, but that makes more
0: sense. Okay, Kaylee, you've been very quiet.
2: What's happening? Going back to episode thirteen and like my my comments about the mother because I realized I mentioned this in our first episode that I had I had thoughts about how the mom is connected to the visions, but I never talked about it before. So I feel like I should <laughs> maybe clarify yeah. that now but at the end. But yeah. uh, for 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 me, when it, I again, I love episode thirteen because again it talks. You get that scene where he has this vision of his father, like explaining, like, you know, what happened to his mom and the relationship that they had. And and he's all like, she she fell in love with the illusion and she left us because she didn't actually love the real me. And we we know that she I don't I, I can't remember specifically. Do we does it ever said clearly that she is still alive or that she just left like. Because from from my interpretation, we just like we're to believe that she she is possibly murdered by their father.
0: I thought in one episode they told us that the mother's remains were found on the mountain.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: I thought. I thought. I feel like I remember that being said. Like, so it's official that she's been killed. But I don't know if they could ever link her to dad.
2: Mm -hmm. Ah.
0: That was the I that I don't remember.
2: Yeah, because for for me, when it comes to like Do Hyun Su's character, like one of the reasons why he's his visions go away for me is because he truly decides to become Becky Sung in the in those moments. Like he truly, truly decides to become some other person. One, this person who is capable of being loved by uh, um, Cha, Cha Ji Won's character, and also a person who is now capable of showing love and is not worried of becoming like his father and becoming somebody who could in the future possibly harm the person that they love.
1: Okay. But I think that that's how he feels because when we're talking about maybe 15 and 16, where he's saying things like, I know how to manipulate people. I know Mm -hmm. what they want to hear and I use it to my advantage. I feel like he's still removing himself and what could be from what he believes he is. So he's sort of theorizing his emotions and theorizing his actions to make him come off as someone who is cold, unemotional, all those things that he has believed over the years of himself, he's playing it out again. And so in that episode 16, I felt like there were some cruel moments from him. There were some things he he didn't need to say, but we'll get to it in a moment.
0: With that being said, are there any final things you guys want to talk about with episodes 13 through 15? Because the show obviously takes a hard pivot heading into (laughs) episode 16.
3: I just want to give a shout out and this will connect to 16. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to his fake mom. Oh, Cause I man. realized, Absolutely. I realized, I don't know if I recognize this. Cause I think I just hated her so much by the end of this, uh, my first <laughs> watch. <laughs> right. She, and uh, I mean, and I, one, I think the father had a crap ending because he deserved so much worse than what he got because he kind of checked out. And then you have this mother who's the quote unquote weak link the entire drama become this strong woman who owned up to what she was like did the entire time and took what what was coming to her. And I don't know if I like recognize that my first watch, but I definitely did this second watch like between her like. Between her like interviewing for the police with the with her husband just sitting there, like I was so bad at the husband. But yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to her
0: because I oh, loved her. you don't even be, do a quick shout out because she was magnificent. I said fake mom being the only one left standing in the Beck family in episode 15. And the only one basically who has any mental ability left, I thought was just, just a beautiful arc. And mm-hmm. then you go into her final scene in episode 16. And it... I just thought that she got the arc that Cha Ji did not, and I, yeah. I, I just thought it was—I yeah. thought it was a magnificent arc of watching this wretched, wretched woman. And even when she says, when she's basically setting up uh, Do Hyun Su, she basically said, "I always did consider you my family." He was always nicer to her than anyone in her family. Right. Yeah. He was, the and guy. I love that conversation. And he had, no, he in had prison. no feelings for her whatsoever, and he still was nicer to her than anyone in her family.
3: Yeah. I love yeah. that Amazing. conversation between yeah. the two of them in the prison because
0: I think that was
3: kind of where they first really had a connection other than the pharmaceutical scene. And it kind of like ended that in terms of like, you knew he was probably going to visit her on a regular basis. Cause I got the feeling that he didn't really believe she should be there either. Oh, really? Um, I can't wait oh, to I that. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, I did. That's
0: fascinating. All right. We'll dive into that. I hold that thought. Hold Carol, that thought, Carol. Mikayla, did you want to say look, something? At, look at Michaela. Michaela's got a face, and <laughs> Carol's got a face. Okay, do we want to dive into the finale, or do you want to finish up? A, like, okay, let's just dive in on this because I feel like both Carol and Michaela have thoughts on what Caitlyn just dropped.
1: Go, uh, Carol, you first. I, okay, I do agree with Caitlyn. I thought it Ooh. was awesome that she was the last mom, was okay. the last one standing, especially since we've seen what. Fifteen episodes of her losing her mind constantly. And being told that
0: she can't handle it.
1: Yeah. And then it turns out she's the one who can. I thought, oh, to women. Shout out. Yes. Shout out to us. And no actresses matter what, we can do non-pia. it. Just in case. Oh, just she did.
0: That out, just
1: yeah, out. she did amazing. She did amazing at the end. And... As for her son and her husband, her husband really pissed me off because he's always come across as I have all the answers. I have it together. This is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And then for him to just go out the way he did. I will push back
0: a little bit on that only because I thought it was beautiful that this is a man who's like been barking and growling and telling people how to live their lives. And you suck. And I'm smart. And I'm this guy, blah, blah, blah. And when he finally gets gets confronted with the shit son that he created, he completely falls apart. He can't even handle doing the police thing. He leaves it to his wife. Like, he's just he's just a turd. He's just a complete turd from the get go. And I just I thought it was while I I wanted more retribution against him. I think being trapped in your own mind of knowing your of turdness that I was completely satisfied with the <laughs> fact that mm-hmm. that he he just basically showed us all that really your wife is the one who had it together. She's known mm-hmm. the whole time, and you if you would have let her just take the lead. You wouldn't be in this mess. That's turd. true. How many That's more true. times can I say turd? <laughs> Sorry, Michaela, go.
2: Yeah. And just to, to piggyback off of your point, I on the rewatch, I found it so interesting that Kim Mu-jin's character was the one that kind of gave him that first breakthrough of like that. He's the villain in the scenario and he's the one who's messed up the whole time, because especially yes. in 13 and 14, I believe it's uh 14 that we get in the beginning the first the flashback of what actually happened to Kim Mujin in that basement when he he discovered the the elk in the bag that was actually a dead body but and you you realize like the terror and the trauma that he's been holding on this whole time
1: uh-huh. and
2: it because that trauma for him is like I knew the whole time and I still did nothing and so yeah. the father is like, I knew this about my son the whole time and I I still did nothing. And it's so in, it was so like cool to see Kim Woo Jin, like be the person to give him the breakthrough, because I feel like there's that connection between those two characters.
3: Yeah, well, also to see what they did with that trauma mm-hmm. where Kim Woo Jin became a mirror and tried to help and rectify his mistake, whereas the father kind of just sunk deeper into the mistakes that he was making. Yeah.
0: yeah, there were some great moments for sure. I actually wrote down that that, it was oddly satisfying because really at the end of the day, Kim Woo Jin and the fake parents were not like my favorite characters, but their final scene together, where it all, Mm -hmm. Kim Woo Jin gives the come to Jesus talk. Like that Mm -hmm. was, that was, I was like, that's oddly satisfying. Like really oddly satisfying. It was great. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I also want, I mean, before we go to 16, I also want to say one of my favorite, but also a sad scene, was the whole sister saving the daughter. Uh, I hate that scene because I always cry, but I love that scene at the same time because in a way, I've always thought that the sister is kind of like Dohun Su where she's, obviously she's reserved or something, but she also has the same thinking of because they're the children of this father, they don't. Feel the same way they don't deserve what they have, so I feel like that action and that entire scene kind of showed her character taking like the first steps, just like the mother caring for the daughter to get over the hump of dealing with the trauma and the past that she was doing and accepting even though she didn't know she was gonna live or not, like accepting that she might die from this because of the daughter being her brother's kid and wanting that happiness for him
0: yeah it's a very it's a, it was a great scene i mean i mean it was just a really great scene and her like telling Becca not to lock the door don't don't answer until your mom comes and then of course we had kim Ji hoon like pulling his hair back <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> And then just making
3: him thinking he killed the wife the entire time. Because again, because he was in a coma,
0: he didn't know what he looked like. (laughs) (laughs) He's dumb. Let's be honest, y'all. He's dumb. He's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And can we just talk as someone who has long hair who pulls their hair back into a ponytail? (laughs) Like rubber gloves and a rubber ponytail? I'm like, that just hurts. (laughs) Like, that is painful. Like, I don't know what ow. I mean, you look good doing it. Right. But ouch. There's a lot of ouch happening right there, sir. I
1: just I just watched Ballerina with Kim ji Hoon again, and I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it. The, the hair is fantastic. His hair he can never he cut, cut it. That hair, though. I'm sorry. He, he cut did. it. I know, he yeah, he, he did. He did a whole Insta post about yeah. it, like, I'm cutting it, goodbye. Yeah. They're doing
3: they're showing promotions for ballerina, and it's it's still long, but it's not yeah. the glorious mane that it was in well, ballerina. I mean, he did get to ballerina. a certain
0: length that I was just like, that's too much. You yeah, to <laughs> yeah. There, there, you, I mean, as again, I, all of us with long hair, once you get to a certain point, there's a break-even point, especially on men, where at a certain point, you're just like, that's just too much. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. but now yeah. we know yeah. that his next project's going to be awesome because somebody paid him enough money to cut his hair <laughs>
0: <laughs> true god i hope
2: so true. right
0: true. Oh, it's hard that's hard my other my yeah. other favorite with the hair is uh gosu he still hasn't cut it that man loves his oh. hair he's never cutting that hair yeah. and i love it yes. he'll yeah. the last thing i watched him in was um missing season two yeah missing that, was the his other, last season two. that was his was the last thing that was his last thing it's his last he, drama at least oh okay hilariously he makes not one not two i think three jokes about how amazing his hair is (laughs) did you touch my hair you do not touch my hair it was amazing (laughs) like i love you and your hair (laughs) um okay y'all is it is it are we ready are we ready yes all right we are moving in to the flower of evil finale lines have been drawn two of us enjoyed the finale two of us did not Michaela and caitlin I want to know what about the finale did not work for you? Michaela, you want to go first?
2: Amnesia? Really? <laughs> Amnesia for, for a show that again is 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 has subverted a few tropes, like especially at the beginning of the show and has like done things differently than most K-dramas, for it to resort to the 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 the, the core tropes yeah. at the very end was just it was disappointing and I I really don't know why like uh, exactly why it.
3: exactly like i my problem with amnesia was where it was in the drama i found it in my first watch and my second watch i found it a writer cop out yeah. like they didn't know what to do anymore so they ran they put in amnesia because they didn't need it they still like cha Wan and the e gi's character still had those issues that they needed to work out that they never got to talk about And then you make them. Yeah. And then you make them forget it. And then they have to, like, start over where they could have just still started over and had these conversations like I didn't under. Yeah, I saw it as a complete cop out by the writers.
0: Okay, all right. So amnesia seems to be the breaking point for why you did not enjoy the finale. Carol, why did you
1: enjoy the finale? I enjoyed it because of the amnesia. (laughs) <laughs> what? Me too. That's hilarious. On my second, I think this is no, I think this is my third watch of Flower of Evil. I guess with this watch I wasn't sure whether he has amnesia because we keep seeing replays of past scenes, he hears her voice, he um had reminded of conversations they've had. You know, he has his um, reservations with reaching out to her but he's still drawn to her so with the past scenes I really thought homeboy was pretending to have lost his memory oh, this interesting. whole time interesting. that's that's how I saw it with this watch mm. however with the memory loss I adored adored the ending where he goes to his shop and they have a conversation, and he's like, Okay, I, I'm taking a step towards you. Yo, acting when he's quivering his face his his Adams apple everything was shaking and I'm like this man is shaking and I believed him so much I think that he did a fantastic job of holding the tension of that fear of disappointing Chajiwan again or um lying to her or her not seeing him as a good person I felt like he was keeping his distance all this time with that in mind, because when he wakes up from the coma, like as he's waking up, we see all these flashbacks and clearly they're flashbacks he's having. So I was kind of yeah, like, but it's
0: disappearing.
1: Yeah, They're like dissipating.
0: It. Each one is like a puff of smoke. Like, just, like he's almost true. going back in time. He couldn't have the yeah. tension and the moment with her without the amnesia. See, I disagree. And this is why I love the Amnesia plot so
2: much. Okay. Yes, the floor is yours, so, Jen.
0: Here it is. This is why I love the Amnesia plot so much. Mhm. Because heading into the finale, there was only so much you could do to rectify this relationship, right? It had imploded. Everything it had imploded. There was there was nowhere there was nowhere to take the story, right? Because what do you do for an hour, an hour and 15 minutes with this couple that Everything's imploded. He, She really doesn't trust him. I don't like her anymore. She's kind of, you know, we just, we ran into all these, I think, structurally story issues that the thing I loved about the amnesia that worked for me so well is all of those story points vanished, which was amazing because you had to start from zero. So Cha Ji Wan has made this, we will call it one of the worst arcs in in a great drama in in modern history of television. Um, but she made many, many, many bad choices, awful choices, semi OK choices, like not just not the greatest partner. So she but she realizes as he's laying there unconscious that she, you know, she, they're going to fix it. They're going to get back to it. They're going to get everything done. Well, then she like, it's kind of that don't know what you got till it's gone situation. And Mm. that is what I loved about the amnesia plot line because he then, he had been saying over and over for the last like four episodes, why is this happening to me? I was never a bad person. Like these things should not have happened to me. Like, so you could tell if there was a reset that he wanted. And I loved the fact that E.g. A. Jung Gi's character, he then, what I think, again, makes makes this such an amazing character as an actor, we get a brand new Do Hyun Soo, which is the real Do Hyun Soo. And I think that's what I love the amnesia plot so much for. He could never be his true self had he not had amnesia. He would always be playing the role that he had crafted over those fifteen years, because he crafted it for fifteen years. You aren't just going to break out of it, even through tons of therapy. Like, and so I love the fact that he was able to start fresh, knowing in his in his bones that he was still drawn to this woman and buying like a refrigerator full of egg tarts because he does he is drawn to that life, but be able to 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 have this life on his own terms. It's no longer him manipulating cha ji to do what he wanted it's no longer him trying to do this facade to hide it's because he is do yun su these are the choices he wants to make and that is why i think it's one of the most perfect finales i've ever watched because though he makes the choice at the end and kind of what carol was saying like how how um she thinks he's faking it i think it's like i don't think he has full amnesia i think he's got i think it's muddled so yeah. he's getting he's getting input from all the different things he's done and said, which one is true? I don't love her. I do love her. I can manipulate her. She's my life. I love my child. <laughs> I don't know why I have a child. Like, I mean, I think, I think that's what I think. Why do I love egg darts? Like, I think that's what made it such an amazing finale for me is that yeah. you basically got this one full hour and 20 minutes my god these episodes were so long um an hour and 20 minutes of watching him try and uh, and figure out what what is his true self and i loved that ted talk over
2: okay okay <laughs> i i see I, I see the vision thank you but but i still would have won a third fight <laughs> like,
3: that's what i prefer I- I also see the vision, but I don't agree. <laughs> Why not? Because, I mean, it, okay, yes, in terms of Dohun Su, you get this clean slate, start over type thing. Cha Ji is still there. Like, she, she still has lived this entire 16-episode arc plus 15 years of marriage. Like, that's not a clean slate to me. And given her track record in this story, she can't start clean again like she can't leave behind all of those suspicions of her husband or knowing what his past does or knowing but she now knows all
0: the truth so there's none of that suspicion left she just knows him as do Hyun su. yeah but she she can build but they
3: still haven't talked through all of that like that was what is, what is there
0: left to talk through on that
3: handcuffing her in the hotel room. They never had a conversation about that. Like I mean, just- I
0: mean at this point, he's been shot in the head. Are you really going to be like nitpick at being handcuffed in the hotel would?
3: room? Like, that's the thing. Her character would. Her character would take all of those little bits and put it together and make an argument because she did not have that satisfying argument. But that's
0: my point. I feel like because of the amnesia, because she had four months where she had no, she had to rethink who she was married to and what she wanted that she gets a clean slate as well, because she doesn't have to worry about that petty shit. She just needs to worry about the big shit. And even then she's like, listen, I got to let him go because this is not, this is making me nuts. I agree with you.
3: I mean, she's still dealing with, okay. The other thing is, is she's still dealing if, okay. So he does have amnesia, right? He is Mm -hmm. having these memories where he might love her, might not love her. He's reverting back to what he was 15 years ago and whatever. She still has to deal with that personality. So she still has to deal with opening him up again. That took her 15 years to do. And so that's going to, I mean, in my mind, that's going to cause issues
0: too. I think the thing that they tried to explain and especially in the car is that because in his bones, he still remembers everything that happened 15 years ago. He just doesn't have the actual cognitive memory of them. He still remembers them. His body still knows it's there. He's still drawn to her. He's going to eventually get these memories back. He's just going to get them back and being a, be able to process them at, from a different standpoint. And I think that's what was beautiful about that. So it's not like she's going to have to, they're going to have to like, like rehash everything. It's already been hashed. It now Mm -hmm. just needs to be slotted. It needs to be filed away.
3: Well, I'm not saying they're going to rehash it. I'm saying she's going to have to she's going to have to unlock the individual doors to reopen the memory that he lost. And when she doesn't do that, she'll deal have to deal with the 15 year personality where he's reserved and doesn't want to have anything to do with her.
0: Oh, I didn't see that at all. I felt like, right. especially at the end, at the end, did you not see that he had unlocked it already, and he just now needed to like cobble together all the memories? Like the the name of his shop basically told him everything he needed to know.
1: Yeah, I think you know what? I think it was the name of his shop that really sort of triggered him into coming back.
0: And did. I noticed it this yeah. time. I noticed yeah. it this time or I hadn't noticed it before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to talk about the car scene where she is driving him and he says, of course, I'm not going to forgive that guy. I just know what <laughs> he needs to hear. And then he looks at her. And he's like, I know what you want me to say. I was sitting there like... I love Do Hyeon so much, but this is so unnecessary. This is so cruel.
3: Well, that will—that's what I'm saying. Though he'll say those type of things when they are happily married off scene, and that will cause an argument in their relationship. That is what she's going to be dealing with until they unlock all of his memories again. That is a
0: prime that's example true. of that. But I will take it back. I will. T- I will. I will challenge. That he was having a really real moment of who Do Hyun Su was, and then caught and then caught her watching him and being like, oh shit." And then I think he was like letting her know, like, "This is why I'm not letting you in. This is why I'm, this is why I'm pushing you away." And that's why they had the breakdown in the car, mm-hmm. because he's like, "I will do the same to you, which is why I'm putting up this huge wall, which is not giving you what you want."
1: even though I know what you want and you want Ex- me to say. And he knows he can do it. He knows he could do it. <laughs> could do I, do it.
0: I mean, it Not was mean, part. but it was also it was tr- like trying to be like, sweet Pete. you need to make a clean break because I can't give you what you want. That's how I saw that.
2: I, I I've said at the beginning, like I've rewatched this show like a lot of times. <laughs> and so whenever I get to the ending, I, I feel like, especially as somebody who who loves the series and rewatches it i just wish we just had more time with dealing with the after like we wouldn't have to guess like what it's going to be like for them you know after they they reconcile after he gets his memories back after they they come back together like i wish we had just just spent more time on kind of like resolving what their life is going to be like after because it's, that's just like the biggest question that I like wish there was like a movie or like a second season of just to just to see what that looks like, especially especially for their poor daughter. My gosh, because like she's going to now live her life later, figuring all this stuff out about her dad and her mom. Well, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a multi-season drama. Yeah, like it's just because when I again, as somebody who, now, who, who the later comes. Yeah, like I want those questions answered. I just I wish instead of spending the time on the amnesia and the ending, that we spent a little bit more time on like what their life is going to be like instead of having these questions about maybe what it might be like.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's, that's fair. I will. I I will. I I, I yeah. I can see that one. I guess for me, it was just for me, it was just very clear with mm-hmm. the ending what we were going to get, which was that they were going to be as happy as they were prior, but even more happy because they each were coming from their, from their true selves and no longer this weird facade of, of, you know, fake identities and whatnot. So that's, I, I, that's how I saw the ending, especially um, between the workshop and the Bekuna, uh scene at the end. That's how I saw that.
3: I would have been okay with the end usually happened like episode 13 and 14, but my big thing was I just didn't like the fact that it was the end of fifteen, and then what do you do for episode sixteen? That was why you do I was. Exactly so angry. what was there. I loved it. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like. Yeah, I just that that was my main thing. Other than what I have already said, like I just did not like the placement of the amnesia, like. As I said earlier, I thought it as a writer's cop-out to have it at the end of 15. They could have done it earlier. And as Michaela was saying, they could have closed it in my, and I agree with Michaela, like they could have added more scenes of showing what their life would have been like at the end.
1: You know, I forgot he had amnesia because in my mind, when we mentioned it earlier, (laughs) I was like, Oh, like the foreshadowing really? from the yeah, earlier. Yeah, the foreshadowing. I really thought it was going to play out like Nice Guy with Moon chae and Sun Jun ki And so this was sort of refreshing for me. And I think that's why I liked it, because I remember him getting shot, which something happened to, was it Maru or Haru? Maru in Innocent Man. And for him, he like, he was gone. And this time you have this person who has like fragments of memory and a connection and a daughter and all of this. And I was like, oh, this is so much more humane than it was in Innocent Man. So it could have been worse.
0: Oh, so could much worse. worse. <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, oh, yeah. I feel like been... at the top of uh, 16, they gave us the wedding photo scene and they pretty oh, much yeah. spelled out exactly what we needed to know and i even wrote it down because at one point she said well this is the only time that this ever happens and your folks aren't going to come and he's like don't worry about it; we'll just get married again and then he says later on she says something else she's like i yeah, know but you'll be upset and he's like don't worry about it because for me there is only you you and that's for me all i needed to know that for that story
2: to be yeah and be. she's got she's got her star earrings because she is the the was it the What's it called the the star that the rising star that sleeps, or what right. is it called? It's,
0: yes, um, it was like the morning, mor- star, morning, star. Morning, star, morning star, morning star, yeah, where the, the morning star sleeps, sleeps, where the morning is, stops. Star, 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 star sleeps. Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. 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 I, I thought it was where the morning star rests her head,
0: or I mean I think that's <laughs>
3: right. like that. I
0: feel like it's the same, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she rests her head, sleeps, she stops. <laughs> that's all we need to know. It's perfect. <laughs> uh and i think she also at one point she does say when Bekuna is now chauna who's now gonna have to uh now change her name to dona like poor girl i mean if, any, if anything else like just give the just let, let's just let the girl pick her own name at this point um i mean she does she's crying and are you guys divorced and what's happening and, and um uh, Mom basically was like, dad's never lived by, as himself or for himself ever. And we just, you know, I want him to be happy. And I think that also for me um, was something about this finale that I found very satisfying. Because you did see Do Hyun Su making choices for himself and being, you know, finding happiness at the end for himself. Not because he needed to hide from his seeing dead people dad or you know having because he's on the run from murder he like made these choices because that's who that's what he wanted yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry you did not enjoy it as much as i did because it is truly for me one of the greatest probably the greatest family i've ever watched i could watch it on its own by itself just by itself because that's how good it is for me it's just like a perfect little indie film and now for some quick K3 K-drama coffee break business. That's right. We love sharing
2: our K-drama thoughts with you, our community of K-drama lovers, and we have a few ways that you can support us. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash the K3,
3: and by becoming a member, you will get a calendar with weekly updates and also Jen's blog filled with her K-drama thoughts. You can also find us on YouTube. If you go into our archive, we have years of K-dramas to recommend for you, and and talk to us there as well on our community tab. We also have a discount for a VPN service. So if you are dying to get your K-dramas that are airing only on Disney Plus in Asia, you can use our VPN. It keeps your devices safe. Just look for the code in the description below.
0: I also think just, it, just from an acting standpoint, and I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier in, when we were talking, but just the, the lack of an arc that Ji Wan had is the level of the arc that Do Hyun Su had. And I think I Joon Gi, what he did with each iteration of that character, and I believed every single one of them, at no point did I go, oh, that makes no sense. Like we did with Cha Ji Won. We're like, what is she doing? Why is she doing this? I never, I mean, he, I mean, obviously just because sometimes stories just, you know, you have a moment, but overall 99.9% of the time, Ijunggi took that character and organically and flawlessly flowed it through, and let me and allowed me to believe every incarnation of who that character was until we got to the very end. And I thought that was just a masterful job with that.
1: You know, he should have won the award. I know we keep saying it. I I I will die on that hill that he was robbed.
0: When I finished
1: the show, I was like, "Who else was there? Who won that year?" That's the talking? thing is, like, this show is a
2: cult classic, guys. It didn't do very well in ratings, <laughs> like when it was actually airing. It wasn't very popular in Korea until after.
0: Right. And I see that. I'm just saying from an acting standpoint, please. The guy who won it was from uh, Beyond Evil. He plays the same character every time. We're about to see it again. I'm like, dude, he plays the same character. He's always the same character
1: okay i remember that beyond evil was way it was, popular it was great yeah. i thought i thought flower of evil was the better drama yeah
0: I, I thought i mean i thought beyond evil was a magnificent drama overall i hated and it, was, it oh really i mm. really enjoyed it i thought that it was just from as far as a crime drama went, like i was riveted right as for the crime part of it and um is it is it is it Shin Ha Kyung? Is that his name? Yes. I thought he was, is it, yeah, Shin Ha Kyung. I mean, he's a great actor, but he like plays the same character every time. And I just thought that Jun Gi, as Becky Sung and Do Hyun Soo, just did, it's from an acting standpoint, just did so much more. Well, who knows?
2: Maybe he'll win it for Arthdal this year because he's kind of <laughs> doing the same thing in that <laughs> show. True. <laughs> Bite your tongue, Michaela. No, Bite no. your tongue. <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm
0: enjoy. I I will say I'm enjoying ourselves far more, far more with the recast
2: than I did the original one. Yeah,
1: for, mm-hmm. personally. Okay. I haven't even so started what, it. I'm so happy like, it's
2: there because, like, uh, now that we're done, I'm like, oh, I still want more Ichigii in my life. But like, oh, it's some right? new <laughs> I
0: know. And like, I mean, listen, him and flowing like locks is also. I'm like, I like that. I like that. But he also reached that certain point where I was like, you got to cut that.
2: You got to cut that. <laughs> like
0: it's too
2: long. You gotta go. He did. He, there was a whole he vlog did. about no, it. it was
0: really good. I was like, oh, nice.
2: Yeah. He was like, I don't know why you guys want to watch this, but here you go. It was adorable.
0: His, I think it was an IG live or something like that. But yeah, it was really cute. So because we only touched on it briefly, let's just circle back real quick on our fake mom. Who and her final scene. Caitlin seems to think that you seem to think that Do Hyun Soo is going to be visiting her on the regular now.
3: Yeah, but I'm not, I, I will say, I don't know if the mother will accept his visitations, but I think he will make the attempt. What What gave
0: you that indication? Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I felt it in my bones, Jen. I don't know. I don't know. I just,
3: I like, I kind of like just in the conversation, I was like, here's two people who understand the circumstances that they were either dealt or not dealt. And this is where those circumstances left them. And I think through that glass, Do Hunsu understood his fake mother more than he ever did when she was not in prison.
1: I don't think he would visit her again. I think that in in his visit, what he was looking for is, can you confirm whether I had feelings for Cha or not. Like, what did that person mean to me? And I think he was speaking to her because he felt she was the only other person who may have understood him all through this time. And so we see him spending time with his sister and then we see him spending time with this woman. And so for her to say, you know what I, I think you you really liked her like this per- you cherish this person and that's why you were keeping us away from her I thought that was also an offering of like care and peace to him
3: I'm not saying he will come back the next week oh. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm saying like if he regains all his memories they might has start like a cordial relationship like he's i mean he's not gonna go the next week like he 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 lost all his memory he has no relation to this woman
0: i i looked at that scene as being full circle and the circle is closed Mm. peace out okay here's my gift to you yes because he opens it with i you probably knew me better than anyone so i need a piece of data i need intel from you And I think for the first, uh, maybe not the first time, because she does admit that she always thought of him as family, but she probably is staring at this person who now has no memories and is like, wow, we really fucked this situation up. And like, and I think that she, that was the only thing she could give him. That was like her parting gift is kind of how I saw it. And then she was like, and now the circle is closed."
1: Yeah, I agree with you. When she said we're done here and she tells the officer We're good to go. I felt like that was the end of them. I don't think she would ever accept him if he came back. In part because of guilt.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, really. Just Mm -hmm. terrible. I will, just to go back to like arcs and whatnot though, but that, her arc as that character really was just magnificent. Like she, she could have, she could have really been just kind of a harpy, awful character, right? Mm-hmm. From beginning to end. But the actress Nam Kie is such a great actor that she infused that character with levels throughout the show and with, and some empathy in there. Like she wasn't just some like wackadoo lady who stabs her son and and you know and then takes him off life support like there were you could see the progression of all of these things as she was doing it and then you could see her progression to the end and i just i applaud her she was magnificent and i think again what we were lacking in cha Wan, we found in fake mom who i know had a name but i didn't, never looked it up. <laughs> we just called her <laughs> fake mom through this entire podcast
1: <laughs> she was uh
2: gong micha Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going back to to strong women, I think especially on this rewatch, an arc I completely forgot about was Jung Misook. Her going from dead wife trope to the kidnapped victim trope to the the woman who is trying to save Do Hyun Su from destroying his own life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I, I agree remember- wholeheartedly. In the first watch, being so frustrated with because you know she's trapped in the cage and he's trying to go after uh, Becky song and oh, she's yeah. holding him back. I remember yeah. being so mad at her. I was like, girl, it's like he gave you the key like he helped you why are you why are you why are you trying to like mess up this whole situation? But again, coming to this three watch, it's like, no, she is so grateful to him that she is going to do whatever she can with whatever strength she has to keep him from going down the path of evil yeah no i
0: love that moment i've always loved that moment for sure yeah because she really exactly because at some point you're just kind of like oh god this poor this poor woman has been in a mental institution against her will for what 15 years 15 years and and so yeah she had every trope like all these like you know the women tropes of like you know poor victim women and then all of a sudden she comes rearing back and like just crushes it and i was really happy to see that for sure kind of going to yes and that, I also felt the same way about the sister. Um, first The first time I watched it and maybe even the second rewatch, like she, like, Do Dohee Sue was not ever one of my favorite characters. Like, she just kind of, I was kind of like, oh, God, she's just, she's just annoying. And I think, unfortunately, it had a lot to do with Kim and uh, Mujin. But on um, this yeah. rewatch, <laughs> okay, uh, I, yeah.
3: I hated, I still hate it on my second watch. I hated that bar scene. I hated it. I wanted to smack his head. I was just like, (laughs) dude, let her go. Like she's been living with this guilt for how many years and she just wants to go on vacation (laughs) and you are telling her she can't go. Like, who are you to say that?
0: I mean, that's what I loved about it. Like they didn't they didn't give Kim. uh, They didn't give Kim Moo Jin like he doesn't get the girl, which I loved. I loved the fact that she was like, listen brother of mine, our lives have been shit. And now we need to make choices for ourselves. And I'm going to go study abroad because that is what I've always wanted to do. And you need to make your choices that are best for you. And, and th- that that sibling relationship that we've talked about over the course of these weeks, just I just was so richer to me on this rewatch. And I really, really, I loved it so much because at the end of the day, it's probably the healthiest relationship that we saw Across all sixteen episodes, right? Like they—they the, were the two that actually knew each other better than anybody, and had each other's back better than anybody, and never questioned what the other one was doing. Like they never doubted each other ever. And I just—I this rewatch, I was—I was really like, yes, go, go, siblings, go! I was very excited for them. That's kind of where I ended up.
3: Well, then and then the other the last thing I'll say, too, is like he the reporter itself, he obviously he has lived with the guilt of running away the first time. And then you add on the fact he made the promise to Johun Su to protect her sister. And she's like
0: stabbed. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and then
0: he's he's <laughs> the worst. I mean, listen, he's and it's the worst. just
3: like at the end it's like, okay, dude, I understand you're living with this guilt and you love this woman and you just want to lock her in a room and not let her go anywhere because you want to protect her and keep this promise. But like look at the life she lived. Like she should be able to go study abroad. I think that was like I didn't like the writers adding on to the guilt he already had. But then him not accepting that and just saying, like, I'm going to keep her and keep her in this glass case because I want this relationship and ideal life with her. And if she goes abroad, something might happen, which I understand why it's and where it's coming from. But I did not like that choice.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, he he had great growth in many areas. No, he was not one of them. Yes. Yes. He had no growth. I agree. Zero. Zippo All right. So I think that covers all of our thoughts. So with that being said, we have now done a rewatch of the four episodes at a time of the entire series of Flower of Evil. This was a rewatch for a multiple rewatch for three, three of us. Caitlin is her first rewatch. I will now pull the gallery. Would you rewatch this? And would you recommend it? Carol?
1: Yes. 100%.
0: Michaela.
2: Yes, to the first part. I feel as a as a f- recommendation for somebody who's watching comedy K dramas for the first time, I don't know if I would recommend it. But as to somebody who was like already watched K dramas and is like looking for one that like again explores themes that we usually see in like Korean movies in a K drama, then yeah, of course I would recommend it to somebody.
0: Okay, so it's not a gateway K drama for you, but it's definitely a recommendation farther, deeper into your K drama, yeah, K drama journey. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm afraid to even ask, Caitlin, but Caitlin, <laughs> uh, I would not rewatch this, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would recommend it. I think it would depend. I'm kind of with Michaela. I think it would depend on who I'm recommending it to and like yeah. what genres they like. Um, but I would definitely recommend it. I just won't
0: rewatch it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. I mean, you guys already know my answers. Yes and yes, for sure. I'm probably going to rewatch it, maybe not right away, but I will I, I once a year I always get just the the need to watch it. And as soon as those opening like string chords hit, I'm like, "Yes, I'm so happy." <laughs> but I've now I think I've learned better where I can fast forward, which has been great for this rewatch. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't need to see that. I know what happens." Mm-hmm. um You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me and joining me on this journey. Hopefully, we can do more of these. I'm looking forward to us discussing where we go next with our rewatch podcast series. Let us know where we can find you so people can follow your your own stuff. Carol, Michaela, and Caitlin, let us know.
1: Yeah, I am on K Drama. I'm as K Drama Musings on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. And I do have a podcast. My latest episode is the Halfway Review for Destined With You. So if you're watching that, come listen to our thoughts. I was with Roan's number one fan on the podcast. So it was a fun, a fun podcast to do. And yeah, come find me. See you on the internet somewhere. Michaela? Yes, so I am I'm
2: Michaela again, from the K-pop cast. Uh, we also have a segment called the K-drama cast, which uh, features the episode that Jen so lovely plugged. If you get, This is my first time or my fourth time plugging it on the show. So if you haven't gone to watch it yet, it's good, evil, and the law in K-dramas. Um, and then in the description of that episode, you can find all the links to our slacks and all the social medias.
3: And Caitlin, you can find me on Instagram, threads, Twitter, TikTok, all the places and no sleep for the number four dramas. And I have a blog in that same name.
0: Excellent. And if you guys have not followed the K three on all of the basic places, we are over on Twitter. We are on Instagram. And uh, we also have now have a newsletter that comes out twice a week, a news roundup and a casting roundup. So go ahead and give us a follow and a subscribe there and you will get all the like our, the top, the top headlines so but until then thank you so much for hanging out with us thanks for listening thanks for watching give us a like if you enjoyed this let us know what you'd like to hear from us next time and until next time bye
2: bye bye everybody